0: Hello. This is Daryl Castle with today's Castle Report. This is Friday, the seventh day of October in the year of our Lord 2022, and today I will be talking about the FBI. Now it has been converted and subverted from the world's premier criminal investigation agency that it once was to a weapon that serves the establishment to muzzle anti-government activism and thought, and to harass and intimidate political opponents of the administration. This is my return Castle report after a week off, and I find what the military refers to as a target-rich environment. We grow ever closer to nuclear war over a country in Eastern Europe that is of no strategic interest to the United States at all. It seems likely, by an overwhelming margin, that people in Washington, D.C. committed an act of war against Russia and also against Washington's European allies by blowing up the Nord Stream Pipeline's As the president promised to do, despite all those catastrophes, I turned my attention inward to the FBI once again. Turns out that inward is a proper way to refer to the FBI today because it, as well as many other agencies of government, have been directed away from foreign enemies and domestic criminals and focused inward on political opponents of the administration. They also specialize in intimidation, and persecution of people who believe that something is wrong in this society. Therefore, they must express the desire for change. You might not be aware of this fact, but one of the FBI's primary missions is the investigation of bank robberies and the apprehension of bank robbers. Bank deposits are insured by the federal government, and therefore bank robbery is a federal crime. In opposition to its primary mission, the FBI now actually commits as well as investigates bank robbery. Hard to believe, I know, but nevertheless, folks, it's true. The Los Angeles Times, to its credit, broke the story. It seems that the FBI has been very busy lately between raids on Mar-El Lago and the harassing of peaceful protesters and pro-life activists. The L.A. Times reports tells us that the FBI neglected to tell the judge who approved a warrant for the March 2021 raid on the private vault store in Beverly Hills, California, that the agency planned to keep the money its agents managed to pry out of every safe deposit box, some 1,400 boxes in that bank which contained at least $5,000 or more in cash, precious metals, jewelry, etc., This story obviously didn't break for something like a year and a half until the LA Times was informed of it. The Times article goes on to report that the failure of the FBI and the U.S. Attorney's Office in LA to disclose the confiscation plan in the raid was revealed in FBI documents and depositions of agents in a class action lawsuit by box holders who say the raid violated their rights The specific information came from the recent testimony of a senior FBI agent. The government tried to justify the raid by saying that hundreds of box holders were hoarding illegally obtained assets, so I guess that supposedly freed the agents to steal everything into private boxes. The report goes on to say that the FBI agents took the personal belongings of a jazz saxophone player, an interior designer, retired doctor, a flooring contractor, a couple of Century City lawyers, among hundreds of others. They photographed customer-sensitive documents, including passwords, credit cards, prenuptial agreements, immigration and vaccination records, and bank records, which all made their way into government databases. The agents defied the instructions of U.S. Magistrate Judge Steve Kim, who set restrictions in the warrant he issued. When they searched through the box holders' records for evidence of crimes, the raid took five days to complete and netted the thieves, oh, I mean agents, more than $86 million in cash, plus who knows how much in gold, silver, rare coins, jewelry, and expensive watches. According to the L.A. Times, the U.S. Attorney's Office has tried to block public disclosure of court papers that laid bare the government's deception. But a judge rejected its request to keep them under seal. The box holders are suing now to try to recover their property. Robert Frommer, a lawyer who represents 400 box holders, said, quote, the government did not know what was in those boxes, who owned them, or what, if anything, those people had done. That's why the warrant application did not even attempt to argue there was probable cause to seize and forfeit box renters' property, end quote. Plaintiffs are asking the court to declare the raid unconstitutional, which would force the return of the property. But it could also spoil a number of criminal investigations. The FBI denied it, misled the judge, arguing that they had no obligation to tell him their plan for indiscriminate confiscation of all property on the assumption that every single customer was hiding crime tainted assets. The bank, the U.S. private vaults, has pleaded guilty to conspiracy to launder drug money, and the investigation continues in the meantime. Private box holders have been deprived of their property for a year and a half with no end in sight. This way, the story has been buried for 18 months as evidence of at least part of the problem regarding government influence of the media and vice versa. If that were all, folks, it would be plenty, but as usual, it gets worse. Just how corrupt is the FBI and its government senior, the Department of Justice? To answer that question, I call your attention to the case of Mark Halk, pro-life activist, Catholic, father of seven, 25 armed agents in 15 different vehicles raided Mr. Halk's home on Friday the 23rd of September of this year. What was the crime he had supposedly committed? Well, Mr. Halk. Leads a pro-life group that is non-profit and provides sidewalk counseling at abortion clinics in Philadelphia. He was raided and arrested because of an incident that occurred last year about one year ago. Yes, they literally waited a year to act, but they came in, kitted out for battle against this mild-mannered father last year. He took his then 12-year-old son with him to a Planned Parenthood clinic where the incident supposedly occurred. He is now facing charges that carries up to 11 years in prison, three years of supervised release, and a $350,000 fine. The U.S. attorney prosecuting said he was charged by indictment with violation of the Freedom of Access to Clinic Entrances, or FACE Act, for allegedly assaulting a person who provides abortion-related services, Mr. Houck's wife told reporters that a group of 15 vehicles with agents in what she described as SWAT gear arrived at their home at 7.05 a.m. on Friday morning. They surrounded the house, began pounding on the door. Mr. Houck reportedly tried to get the agents to calm down and stop pointing their weapons at his children. Quote, they had big, huge rifles pointed at Mark and pointed at me, and throughout the house the kids were all just screaming. It was all just very scary and traumatic, end quote. Do you have kids, folks? How does that make you feel if you do? The Philadelphia office of the FBI said that SWAT was not involved in the arrest. Well, I never thought that they were SWAT. She just thought they looked like SWAT, but I assumed they were federal assault teams. The FBI, however, had a different, more benign version of the raid. The U.S. attorney said they knocked on his front door. They identified themselves as FBI agents and asked him to exit the residence. He did so and was taken into custody without incident. All just nice and polite like the FBI always is. However, a senior FBI source told Fox News that there may have been 15 to 20 agents at the scene who came to the family's door with guns out and at the ready. The source said the guns were never pointed at anyone. Yes, indeed. Very believable. Considering the source, I wonder why they couldn't just call the man or call his lawyer and tell him to come down and surrender, which I'm sure he would have gladly done to prevent traumatizing his kids. I already know the answer, though. I know the answer to that. It was because a peaceful surrender would not have sent the same intimidating message. Uh, Don't mess with us. Don't interfere with our child killing or you will suffer the consequences. What did Mr. Halk actually do that brought this armed response? A give sin go account has been set up for the Halks, and it says, quote, Last year, Mark and his son were praying in front of the Planned Parenthood at 12th and Locust. When one of the escorts began harassing Mark's son, they walked down the street away from the entrance to the building. The escort followed them. When he continued yelling at Mark's son, Mark pushed him away, end quote. But the post continues, it's all on video. That hasn't stopped Planned Parenthood in the Biden administration with no prior warning, and in spite of the fact that Mark is represented by an attorney, Biden's Justice Department sent a fully armed SWAT team into a home full of young children at daybreak to arrest a father by protecting his son, end quote. By the way, the fact that it probably wasn't SWAT is irrelevant because the FBI has highly trained, very competent, assault teams that are at least the equal of any SWAT unit. The Biden Department of Justice said in its press release that a man identified as BL was escorting Planned Parenthood parents, quote, when the defendant forcefully shoved BL to the ground, end quote. The escort tried to press charges in Philadelphia, but the case was dismissed by federal court. That didn't stop the Department of Injustice, though, No, they waited a year for the right U.S. attorney to come along, and then they made their point. They used a once honorable but now totally corrupt FBI to make their intimidating point. Assault is a serious crime when the right person does it, but when a protected person does it well, it's nothing at all. When done to a victim associated with a reproductive facility, it is a federal crime. A special agent in charge of the FBI's Philadelphia Division Jacqueline McGuire reportedly told Fox News, quote, Put simply, violence is never the answer. Violating the FACE Act by committing a physical assault is a serious crime for which the FBI will work to hold offenders accountable, end quote. Well, why wait a year to come up with such a noble conclusion? Well, only the very corrupt Department of Injustice and its very corrupt enforcement arm, the FBI, know for sure But the answer might lie in how the government plans to get rid of activists and dissidents who stand in its way, muzzle anti-government sentiment, harass activists, including politicians, or those working for political opponents. What Mr. Houck is going through is very intimidating to anyone who might feel inclined to resist the destruction of individual freedom in this country. This administration has descended into Stasi territory, and I pray enough people will wake up before it's too late, it may already be too late, folks, but maybe not. Finally, folks, the FBI is apparently guilty of bank robbery. But the question is, will they get away clean or will justice prevail? I send this Castle report with a quote from Victor Davis Hansen. Quote, as we suffer self-inflicted mass looting, random street violence, hyperinflation, a non-existent border, unaffordable fuel, and a collapsing military, Americans will come to appreciate just how thin is the veneer of their civilization. When stripped away, we are relearning what lies beneath is utterly terrifying. At least that's the way I see it. Until next time, folks, this is Daryl Castle. Thanks for listening.